This is Monster of the Week. I'm Jeremy Green. It's with Chris and Jeremy. I'm Chris Mosier. Sam is broken, Dean's all whack. I can kill werewolves, fix a pinto, and bake cornbread. I will be damned if I can't get Zen. Please bring fun cast back. This is Monster of the Week, the creepy but necessary podcast where Chris and I are covering every single episode of the TV show Supernatural, and we are back some more with Season 7. I'm excited to be here. Season 7 still continues to be uh, my second favorite season so far. I think I'm ready to put Second favorite? Wow. Season 5 is, is, is gold. Well, no, Season 4 and then Season 2. Well, I don't know. My second favorite since <laughs> second favorite in 2018. <laughs> yeah, my favorite since season five. Can we say that? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. How are you doing today, Chris? I'm doing just fine, Buck. Uh, I'm happy to be here. Thanks, I'm happy Cameron. to be talking about this episode. Uh, I'm just gonna come out and let everyone know that I don't have a road so far prepared. Oh no. Uh, and at this point in the season, I'm starting to forget what's actually happening. <laughs> Uh, well, before we get into that, we need to uh, thank everyone over at our Patreon. Uh, this is the first time we recorded since we kind of redid the Patreon a couple of weeks ago. That's right. And uh, we announced the Monster of the Week Presents feed and uh, you know released that first Witcher podcast with Autumn. And uh, everyone seemed to respond very positively to that. The, the Patreons yeah, had a lot so of much, activity. Everybody. The Discord had a lot of activity. We've been chatting about Witcher and all kinds of crazy stuff on the Discord. So uh, thank you very much, everyone out there who, who donated something to the Patreon. And uh, thank you for listening. And thank you for continuing to support us we very much appreciate yeah. it we had the some support really, has been crazy crazy and awesome, yeah so. <laughs> like like me and chris are like are we about to cry because <laughs> this person was so <laughs> nice to us like this is crazy <laughs> yeah and uh thank you to, for all of you listening and thank you to uh the, our new patrons uh the first of which i'm going to mention is named nicholas so thank you nicholas for your donation we really appreciate it thank you and uh chris remind us what's going on in season seven man can you, can you keep up <sighs> fuck okay um so here's the thing you guys uh castiel's back except he's not back. Right, no, no, all right uh the leviathans are taking over they're buying up corporations they, they're working on some serious leviathan machinations mm-hmm. uh, we haven't seen too much of them in the last few episodes but they're working on something that's bigger and and different than anything we've really seen in supernatural before they're not trying to open hell gates we don't know what they're trying to do um they seem to be claiming that they're trying to save humanity. So that whole thing is going on. Uh, on the other hand, we've had a season of Lucifer Brain for Sam. Uh, and just, I believe, last episode, Castiel finally came back. Uh, and he removed the Lucifer curse from Sam's head, uh, taking it into himself as sort of a sacrifice, as sort of a um, redemption for him taking down the wall in Sam's head to begin with. Uh, whether or not this step was necessary for Castiel. I don't know. Uh, but we've had that going on. So, so Castiel is back and uh, Meg is currently watching over him. Um, and the other thing that's going on in the season, I'm going to keep this <laughs> extremely quick and concise, uh, is that we've been getting little hints here and there of a Bobby ghost. And finally, last episode, we got a full on glimpse of him. We got a full-on Bobby Ghost vision. I was really happy to see that. Um, at the end, that, of that was episode. not a good road so far, but I still think it could have been worse. I, I have honestly, done worse, Chris. I think it was your best one you've done in like ten episodes. I think you did really wow. well on that one. 
<laughs> Thank you. You actually remember to talk about the Leviathans, which I found really impressive. <laughs> um, yeah, so the episode we're discussing today is Season 7, Episode 19 of Grave Importance, uh, written by Brad Buckner and Eugene Ross Lemming, directed by Tim Andrew. An old hunter friend reconnects with Sam and Dean. <laughs> I put a real sexy vibe on that. I'm sorry. Ooh. <laughs> with good reason. With Sam and Dean. Yeah. <laughs> Sam and Dean get a call from Annie Hawkins, an old hunter friend, asking for help on a case. When they arrive in town, they find out Annie has disappeared. They trace her last whereabouts to an old abandoned house that is haunted by a powerful Why'd you put the sexy emphasis on ghost. disappear? <laughs> uh you know overall yeah, I, uh, this, this, I think this is a real fun episode um yeah it kind of messes with the what i thought was something that was really really simple in the in the it was supernatural world uh which like hey if you burn somebody's bones and they're dead essentially um and i yeah we've had a we've had a handful of times where i think a person will cling to uh an object that meant a lot to them and i think well, basically, we're going to learn throughout this episode is that Bobby's desire to stay with the boys overpowered um, the hunter trick of burning the bones. Yeah, it just again, the Winchesters and their immediate family or friends uh, get to break all of the rules of the natural universe anytime they want mm-hmm. to, basically. <laughs> How many times you have know, Dean died now? Like a, like there a is a conversation <laughs> in this episode between uh, Bobby uh, and somebody else. So there's some dead folks talking. And Bobby's like wondering about death. Dead folks like, talking is my new Johnny Cash cover band, by the way. Yeah. How have you not? <laughs> how have, how has this conversation not come up with uh, with Sam and Dean, two of your close friends who have both died more than once? <laughs> uh, so let's get into the episode because I'm excited to talk about yeah. this one. Um, so we get our, our get our brief then. Uh, montage which is basically like bobby exists and he's a cool dude and now he's dead friendly reminder that bobby is dead (laughs) yeah um we open the episode with sam and dean getting a little dinner uh they're they're, a little fast food they're not eating at their favorite burger joints anymore because those are all run by leviathan so now they're eating tacos and uh and dean is expressing some some solidarity he's expressing some his 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 one of the few positive things that's going on in dean's life is that he can go to this one particular taco stand across the nation and all of their fast food restaurants taste the same, so it's always going to be a delicious taco. And that's something that what what the ground ripped out from underneath Dean constantly. He needs something like this to hang something, on to. He just needs a hard shelled American ass taco to hold on to. <laughs> <laughs> it's something like, just to keep him grounded. Would you like uh, sauce but, with that? Yes, ma'am. I would take mild sauce, please. <laughs> I would take just the most mild. The sauce. mildest. Just can you just like get some like some weird gravy and just pour it in there for me? I don't know. Can it, and, and some extra napkins, thank you. Uh, <laughs> and some extra napkins. I get my tacos with some extra napkins. So they're sit- sitting out on the hood of the car, eating their tacos, and uh, Dean gets a call, uh, and it's from somebody named Annie, and she's a hunter, and they seem to be like, we've never seen her before, but the boys seem like they're pretty familiar with her, uh, and she's saying, you know, hey, I'm sorry about Bobby, uh, I just found out, I actually have some of his stuff, if you want to come, like, meet up i'm working on a case in this town um you know if you guys aren't too far away you can come grab this stuff from me and they're like yeah sure this is the most like innocuous normal conversation that 
Dean has ever had with the person. Yeah, um, a, a list of Dean's phone calls would be very interesting to me. Of like just every yeah. phone call that he's ever had where, that we, we've seen on the show. Um, and I think that's that's kind of fascinating. Uh, it's an old friend that doesn't have some weird grudge against them. And it's just like, yeah, can you meet up so I can give you this stuff that belonged to your friend? Like, I figure you guys should have it. Like, oh, yeah, sure. We're not going to be hung up and weird about it. We're just going to come get it. That's exactly what happens. It's not one of John Winchester's spawn that they didn't know about previously. It's not like a cursed box in a strange storage facility with traps. You know, it's just very normal. Um, so they they make plans to meet up, and then we go to what is very obvious, like an old haunted mansion. And, it's the uh, most haunted ass house you've ever seen. Like it, it has to be the same picture that they use in every single. Like it look, kind of looks like uh, the Xavier Mansion from far away. Like it's like the mansion that they use yeah. to make things look kind of yeah. scary and imposing. Uh, it could be the cover of an Agatha Christie novel sure, or any yeah. ghost story, <laughs> like anything. The uh, the BuzzFeed haunted folks are definitely have definitely been the, through yeah, there. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. Um, <laughs> there's two teenagers in here who have broken into this place so they can make out and have sex and uh as Fuck autumn yeah. asks, now they're just making out <laughs> well i mean it is, it's implied i mean like if you break into a house to like make out it's implied that you're gonna like get some action right that's the way that works i don't understand who does this by the way I de- i've never done this as a kid I've, I've never obviously never done this as an adult like why would you break into like the scariest place possible and then it's had to go to like no parents dog no parents i mean there's, they they drove there didn't they like, <laughs> you just go park in a field somewhere like god intended yeah but why why like <laughs> go find a dirt well, road nobody lives down this is easy easy pickings y'all why risk it on a dirt road or something when you could just go to a haunted mansion <laughs> i feel like the haunted mansion is more of a risk they lit they lit candles oh my okay god. who brought in all these candles chris and who ha- they brought supplies <laughs> it must have been like 45 minutes worth of laying out the perfect candles and lighting all and then he still up. acted like he forgot a condom. <laughs> I'm Son sorry, baby. I had no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I was too distracted by all these candles I brought. Um, the kids start hearing some weird noises, uh, and it's the weird noises are Annie driving up to the place to go check it out. And uh, yeah, but they kind of they spook themselves and they run, and they run into uh, an absolute unit of a ghost. Like this dude, yeah, is, this it, just. Thick. major bloke this guy is big he's this a big guy boy. is a major bloke <laughs> major beef boy um and so they run away from him and then we, we of course we you know cut back to annie and she we walk in and we find he she finds the two kids dead it's not really you can't really figure out why they're dead they just have blood on their mouths and they're both mm-hmm. like passed out yeah um, she doesn't really there's a lot of um, or anything like that so she's just no she's just like yep dead kids whatever yeah. uh there's a lot of classic supernatural in this episode that I really like. And I think that that just has something to do, you know, it's the setting. It's a ghost story, you know, sure. uh, obviously it's going to get a little bit deeper, um, but it's just vibes from like season one, season two, all throughout this. And I, and I liked it even seeing Annie who I've never seen before. The audience has never seen before um, just going and doing a hunter thing. After that brief conversation with Dean, I just like immediately bought into her character. I don't, I don't know why. I just was like, yeah, okay. She's somebody who knows the Winchester. She's cool. She can just, she's totally capable of handling all this. Uh, I just like, it just made sense. And then she's doing the classic supernatural stuff and it just, it worked. Yeah. She, she's, she's holding uh, L2 for Hunter Vision. And, uh, yeah. I, I'm, I'm with you. There's going to be a spot later on where they, they, she's going to do some real emotional heavy lifting and uh it's kind yeah. of it's kind of fascinating to me I, I don't know if it's the actress or the writing i'm, I'm gonna lay kind of i'm gonna put that on both i'm gonna say it's both the writing and the actress that carry this off so well like mm-hmm. makes me kind of care about this woman who shows up in literally one episode and never shows yeah, up again. it's it's weird <laughs> um, and and maybe it's just the way that like you said the way that she's written as if she's somebody that the winchesters have known and it it that is almost enough to make us feel like we have known her mm-hmm. by learning like the one funny like 
backstory that she has with all three of the <laughs> yeah, guys we're gonna, we're gonna get to it in a minute so i'm really excited about that uh yeah um but yeah it just works she works yeah but she kind of gets she sees these kids that are dead and then like a ghost shows up and then we kind of crash to the restaurant so we don't really know what what yeah. any status is uh dean and sam are at this restaurant looking very uncomfortable as they're sitting kind of catty corner into it next to each other because they you know mm-hmm. obviously are waiting for someone to arrive uh dean is on the phone with meg i think at this point finding mm-hmm. out about Cast or something about the leviathans he's, he mentioned yeah uh, he mentioned so, leviathans and uh archaeological digs like they're they're doing so this is and stuff yeah uh, this is like uh the first breadcrumb to what's going to not only finish out season seven but lead us into season eight and i i, I that's a bit of a spoiler i guess uh but i had completely forgotten where this season was going so they say oh yeah dick roman he's working on some he's funding multiple archaeological digs and i was like okay lara croft what's going on here <laughs> um but it's it's I like that they kind of just sprinkled that in because I think that it's going to come up more later. Yeah, they're doing that that classic supernatural thing where they have a couple of lines that indicate what's in your meta plot and then completely ignore it for the rest of the episode, which yeah. in this episode I think it actually works really well. Um, Especially since it's new information and it's still treated as like kind of throwaway because yeah. they don't they don't know what to make with it yet and they can't do anything about it right now anyway so although we only, uh, i like it just to remind everybody we only have four episodes left in the season yeah. so like they need to kind of they need to kind of get working on this if something's going to happen uh, <laughs> yeah as they're waiting for annie to arrive uh sam mentions like yeah you know you know that her and, and bobby had a thing and dean's like oh yeah of course i knew that oh yeah absolutely and then he kind of stopped <laughs> he clearly did not know that i had no idea like what what kind of a thing did they have and, and uh and you know sam is like well you know to, you know kind of a i think he says foxhole kind of thing or yeah because it's a world. foxhole thing yeah he describes it as like a hemingway thing like that's what it yeah, is yeah just, yeah it's a real yeah. hemingway situation and then dean responds with well you know one time i me and her kind of hemingway once <laughs> <laughs> which which causes- you can tell dean like dean feels like kind of weird that he's like I, I, I that him and bobby both uh slept with annie he's like oh no i don't know how i feel like i'm a little weird and he looks over at sam and sam's making this face like uh sorry dean uh i kind of had a similar situation with her uh but sam, in my defense i didn't have a soul sam's defense is so great you know she was she was real stressed out and you know, she was stressed i, had no I didn't have soul. a soul <laughs> You, you can tell that Sam carries a lot of guilt around for a lot of the things that he did as a uh, yeah as, as a as yeah. a soulless Sam, but this is definitely not one of them. He doesn't feel weird no. about this at all. No. <laughs> I just like that. Like Sam was well aware of like the relationship she had with Bobby and everything, and like none of that bothered him. It's like yeah, whatever. We're just we're two adults. We're just having a good time. Uh, but Dean is very much like what nobody told me. <laughs> Dean is, is is probably like the most weirded out by this, which. <laughs> I don't know why, like, uh, Annie is an attractive woman, these two are attractive dudes, Bobby, uh, you know, he, he's got a little age to him, but at the time, he's a very attractive man. I don't know, yeah, uh, yeah. I don't remember who posted, th- it might have been Patches that posted a screenshot of young uh, Bobby Singer, um, or young Jim Beaver, I should say, mm-hmm. and he was, like, in his mid-twenties, and that dude was a fox, he was a hunk and a half, like, the dude was Hell really yeah. good looking, so I can Hell definitely yeah. see Annie, Annie falling down <laughs> these dreamy eyes. Um. But I also in this scene, so that I love, I just like that. It's it's just funny, and, and nobody's weird about it. It's just it's just a like a funny thing. Yeah. Um, we get <laughs> they're waiting for Annie because now they're like, hey, she's running late. This is getting kind of weird. Uh, and Dean is just he's got the flask on him, but he's just pouring whiskey into his coffee at this restaurant. At the restaurant, pro pro hunter move right there. Um, and they keep trying to call, and she's not answering the phone. So they finally just kind of give up and uh, and go back to the hotel. 
And uh, they make another comment about the flask here, and I, it's I don't know if it's Dean or Sam who says it, uh, but they say just because I I wish we could see him again doesn't mean we should. So there's more of that kind of they've fully accepted that that Bobby's ghost is not around <laughs> despite everything. Yeah, I think I think Sam says something like you know, hey, you might want to like you might just want to leave it behind. Like maybe we should put that away and kind of be done yeah. with it. So it's not and he's like, yeah, I thought of that, but I'm not ready yet. I will I will put it away, but just not quite yet. It's like a, that's like a super healthy thing to reply with. <laughs> Um, Sam and Dean are back at the hotel trying to make things, uh, trying to kind of figure out what's going on, trying to figure out a way to find Annie when, uh, when Bobby is there, he's just sitting down Mm -hmm. at the table next to Dean and he's kind of yelling at them. He's like, look, I made that, I made that window blind move. Why don't you ever guys ever look at the right spot (laughs) at the right time? Um, so he's, he's desperately trying to get their attention and we find out he says like balls, this is exhausting. Um, so obviously whatever he's trying to do, whatever energy he's put into this is not working very well for him. Um, and they they they're looking up info or whatever they find out about the case that annie was working on uh and they like okay well let's go check out this mansion let's head out the door uh and dean walks out without his jacket so we just get this moment of bobby being alone in the room because the flask is in dean's jacket pocket uh and him just being like well i can't do anything and and you gotta get like a, a very brief glimpse of like the loneliness and isolation that not only bobby but obviously all like the, the ghosts in this world <laughs> are going through. Um, because he is presented so much as the Bobby that we've known and loved this whole time. Uh, and especially when he gets more interaction throughout the episode, it's it's easy to forget, like, this character that we love, he's dead. And he's struggling with all of his might to reach out to these boys that he loves. Um, so there is just this brief flicker of, like, that loneliness when he's left behind. But then Dean comes back and grabs his jacket. Uh, and then it's cut over to the mansion where they don't see anything out of the ordinary other than this fucking Agatha Christie mansion. <laughs> but Bobby is there with them, and he can see all of these ghosts. It's not just the big bloke we saw run at the teens. Uh, it's not just the teens. It's not any any of that. It's a lot of ghosts. It's a whole lot of ghosts. And they look from like different time periods, and they're all kind of standing around absolutely still as if they don't have anything to do all day because, I don't know, they're ghosts. Probably don't have anything to do all day. Um, I, I would imagine that it is very boring being a ghost, like probably ninety nine percent of the time, because you, you're not haunting twenty four seven. You know what I'm saying? Like you're not, you're right, not out right. there haunting every day. Um, right. So, uh, I, I, I like this a lot. This is a real spooky scene. Bobby deals mm-hmm. with it in a completely Bobby way, which is to try to introduce himself around. Because <laughs> hey, I'm a ghost, and I'm just <laughs> trying to learn the ropes. Uh, and he witnesses this guy in kind of a trim suit and kind of a fancy suit yelling at the at the big unit at the big bloke from earlier in the episode and saying like we told you yeah, not to whose do name that. is dexter dexter yeah you're not allowed to do that you shouldn't do that and the implication there is like oh hey dexter killed those kids and this 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 boss ghost for lack of a word um yes. <laughs> sequel to boss to- baby <laughs> it's the <laughs> very dark sequel to boss baby <laughs> oscar nominated boss baby um the uh but yeah he's, he's basically yelling at this dude to, to not do that again um and then uh, Sam and Dean kind of spread out and, and start exploring when Annie walks up and is like, oh, hey, Bobby, what's up? <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. So now we know the fate of Annie. She's also a ghost. We can tell because she's slightly more pale and she can see Bobby. <laughs> yeah. Um, during this process, Sam and Dean f- find Annie's phone. Dean like, calls Annie phone, Annie's phone and uh, they finally find that. But they don't find any bodies. They don't find the kids. They don't find Annie. They're, they're, and they're yeah. going all over the place. But- Sam's the EMF got, is going nuts. The EMF is going nuts. I was hoping you would say that. It's orbing like crazy. <laughs> this place here. is orbing like crazy. Uh, and there's, there's, so there's lots of ghosts. 
There's people getting killed here. There's a whole lot going on. When they find Annie's phone, they check the messages, and there's full-on EVP, electronic voice phenomenon, on that recorder, okay? Uh, This is, this is, this place is orbiting like crazy. That's, that's all I can say. Um, (laughs) But they, I don't really know what the ghost is saying. It's something like... Help me. It's just some, some spooky ghost bullshit. Yeah, help me. Yeah. There we go. We, we'll find out later in the episode that it was help me. Um, mm-hmm. The uh, which kind of made me believe that there would be this whole plot where Bobby like tries to talk to the boys through their phone, but that never happened. So I was like, why are they doing no. this? <laughs> it's like kind of a because EVP. Um, <laughs> it's Ghost Hunter shorthand. <laughs> Bobby and Annie sit down to kind of talk about you know being dead and uh yeah. just kind of find out you know Annie's he's like oh did you duck your reaper too and Annie's like excuse me no i absolutely did not i didn't have a choice in this i was made a ghost yeah. et cetera, et cetera. she's kind <laughs> of like oh yeah she's kind of pissed <laughs> off at bobby for doing this horrible thing and and he's like they need me i can't leave like i gotta stay i gotta fight with them she's like uh you're delusional <laughs> Yeah, you can't you can't be doing that, homie. <laughs> this is this is a bad plan. Um, yeah. They find they do see the kids that got killed. They see their ghosts, but they're not really like talking to anybody or anything. Like they're still trying to figure out. They, yeah. they still haven't figured out that they're really dead yet. They don't really know it. No, they're not woke to being dead. Um, and then Bobby says that uh, he hasn't figured out how to like manipulate any actual anything on the material plane other than being able to knock stuff over and we find out that yeah, after he than being them, able to stand on that or sit on that couch yeah but they're they're sit, straight up sitting on a couch which i guess is just comes naturally um or you know st- they're on the second floor of a building <laughs> just saying <laughs> why don't they just fall to the center of the earth anyway who cares? yeah I, f- I feel like there must be some some well you know what i'm gonna do some ghost research <laughs> sure yeah, come back next episode and let us know how the, how, how yeah. all this works um but he says that after he knocked that book over a couple of episodes ago, he blacked out for two weeks. Like he wasn't even able to to raise his consciousness, which I think is funny. Um, and that's where we see this dude walk in and he just calmly walks over. This is the same guy in the fancy suit. He walks over, he lifts up a, t- a chair and he moves it next to the bar. And then he sits down to like have a glass of wine. And there's like a ghost yeah. bartender there, which makes and me they're think like, that, Oh fuck. That was dope. I didn't realize that there was going to be a ghost bar. Chris. Now I'm kind of back in. Yeah. <laughs> I did not know there was going to be a ghost bar. What up, y'all? Do I have to pay with real dollars, or can my ghost dollars work here? Bobby's like, we. I need to get Dean to leave the flask here. <laughs> yeah, just leave the Dean. Dean, drop it. Drop it right now, Dean. <laughs> um, they kind of they start trading stories about how they passed away, and uh, Bobby, you know, says it's a bullet to the head. Um, Annie doesn't remember how she died, which is a good thing because you know, guess what? This dude killed her. Um, and this guy says he was brutally stabbed 80 years ago. And, uh, eventually like him and Bobby kind of have this, you know, aggressive aggression towards one another. But Annie, because she's a woman, she charms him. She charms him completely. And they learn that his mm-hmm. name was Haskell and that, um, and Haskell can kind of teach them how to move some stuff around. And he says, you have to be absolutely yeah. calm to do it. Yeah. You can't be like freaking out, pushing too much emotion. That's how you burn yourself out. But if you, if you get Zen about it as, as, uh, Bobby puts it then you'll be able to control your feelings. It's like using the force. It's literally exactly like using the force. Like this is, this might as well be Yoda <laughs> telling Bobby. Yeah. This. Also, uh, that's my, that's, that's my one. My, my OTP is Bobby and Yoda. <laughs> see, which, Jesus. see which one can out advise, advise the other one. Um, so then they run into <laughs> the ghost. Stop. <laughs> Yobi. <laughs> um they they run into the ghost who left the evp on the phone that said help me or free me or whatever she said um and just as they're starting to kind of like get some info about what's going on because she's like no we're we don't we're like killed here or they were but like we're all we're all trapped here 
That's what she starts to get into. Uh, and then Bobby is zapped away because the boys went back to the car with the flask and Bobby has to go where the flask goes. Yeah. And we also, um, we see during that whole exchange, one of the random ghosts that are just hanging out in the background, like starts screaming in the middle of a conversation, which is kind of a spooky thing. And then runs, yeah, towards, fully normal. runs towards the ghost and then runs towards Bobby and his like people that he's having conversations with and disappears and haskell describes that as like that's what happens you eventually just go crazy you you use up all of your energy and you have i think bobby describes it as ghost uh alzheimer's where you forget everything about Mm -hmm. yourself and you're just standing around and of course annie says Mm -hmm. like oh hey like that's like all of the ghosts that we've ever had to deal with like they've all been crazy (laughs) that makes sense so yeah and annie's problem right now is she certainly doesn't want to be a ghost but she doesn't know where the hell her body is (laughs) which Mm -hmm. is bad um so Sam and Dean, they leave, and they go do the classic supernatural thing of just talking to an elderly person about history, the local history. (laughs) To tell them what's going on. They go to some, I don't know if it's a museum or what, but they're asking about the house, and he's kind of like, yeah, man, uh, don't go check that place out. Also, there was a woman here the other day who was was asking about this, and I told her to stay away from that place, uh, because it's old and decrepit, and you don't need to be over there. Uh, And it's almost like, ooh, is he hiding something? No, he's not. He's telling him to stay away from the fucking abandoned building. Um. And we also learned that Dexter, the the big guy, the big ghost we saw earlier, he was uh, the groundskeeper who was, uh, the story is, he was a convicted killer who was taken in out of the kindness of uh, the, the landowner's heart to, uh, and then he ended up murdering the, the man's wife or something. That's exactly right. And, uh, and there was also, this place was also a brothel for a while. Uh, yeah. There's going to be a lot of, uh, like weird hooker jokes <laughs> at some point that's, we're going to call out. <laughs> um, yeah. So, uh, this- she, oh yeah, they keep calling this, this ghost a hooker and she just keeps correcting them and saying that she's a fancy lady. Yeah. Yeah. And even like Sam one time, Dean says hooker and he's looking at, he looks at him like, come on, dude, she's a yeah. ghost. You can she's call a fancy her a lady. Sex worker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Show some fucking respect. Jesus. She's already dead. <laughs> Um, so they go back to the, the hotel room and, uh, we're treated to an extended scene of Dean showering, which we are now going to describe in just glorious detail. When he comes out of the shower, he's wearing a shirt, isn't he? When we see him, we don't even get to see his hunk bod. We, we don't, uh, I think we see like some top, some top area. Like we see like some, yeah, a little bit below above the, the nipple, yeah, but we have above, <laughs> it's a, it's ATN above the nipple. Um, is this, uh, this screenshot got passed around today on Twitter. Um, is this the, this, the scene where that, that our friend Caitlin, uh, photoshopped? No, out? I think that, um, that, I don't know. Maybe I thought that was from an earlier season. I okay, could be wrong. Earlier season. Yeah. Um, does not matter. But Bobby is is there, and he's convincing himself that he can he can get Zen. He says, "I can kill werewolves, yeah. I can fix a pinto, and I can bake cornbread. I can get Zen." And mm-hmm. uh, sure enough, um, while he's trying to get Zen, we go back to the house where two other dumbass teenagers have decided to chase their friends in and also get themselves killed. Oh yeah, <laughs> uh, good on you guys. Good job. And then Dean finally gets out of the shower and. and- uh, written on the mirror with all the, you know the steam of the shower it says uh annie's trapped in house or something like that mm-hmm. and they basically say like who's there who's there and bobby manages to to write his name so mm-hmm. sam picks up the uh the flask bobby says where do you standing around here you got to get back to the house dean says oh we got to get back to the house and they go back to the house so they are barely we're just going to go right back there yeah, we're back at the house, and now we see Dexter again, the big bloke, uh, and we find out that he was trying to warn the kids. When he was charging them, he was trying to warn them to get out, uh, but that's not allowed. He wasn't the one who killed them, and we see this this fella, 
Uh, I think his name is Whitman, or his it's, last name is Whitman. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, for some reason, he must have introduced himself as Haskell or something, but not told him yeah. the name because uh, I wrote down. Unless they're two different characters, Haskell Crane was the name I wrote down the first time, and then something Whitman the other time. Whitman Van Ness <laughs> is his actual name, and that's the he that's never right. uses Haskell again in the episode, so it's very confusing to me. <laughs> very confusing. I don't know if it was just two fancy gentlemen who looked alike or what. Either way, um, he kills Dexter, who wasn't the real killer. We find out it's this. The, the master of the house or whatever the man who lived here he's the one who's been killing everybody and keeping their spirits and like feeding off of them to make himself stronger i guess mm-hmm. he's he's some sort of ghost vampire ghost i don't know yeah, yeah that's exactly he's what a, it is mm-hmm. yeah um but uh the he also kills see, the two An- kids and then um after he does after he kills dexter they leave and annie and victoria who is the fancy lady are um are are basically like annie is trying to use the phone or use the video camera that they brought with them, mm-hmm. these two kids brought with them um but she can't do it so she asks victoria to do it so uh victoria sam and dean have arrived in the house victoria kind of throws this camera <laughs> towards sam and dean yeah. <laughs> but she also explains like this whole plot line about whitman so like we get all of that information from her um sam and dean get there they they have they're already themselves up from their arsenal in the back and they they walk into the house uh, Bobby, who is getting better and better at this ghost stuff, pickpockets his own flask and mm-hmm. puts it in a drawer in the house, locking himself to the house in case Sam and Dean leave. Yeah. Bad move, Bobby. <laughs> this is an ex- extraordinarily bad move, and I'm kind of anti-ghost being able to touch their own ghost token, which is what I've been It just seems it like it's head. a lot. It's just a lot. It's a lot, Chris. Like, if, I mean, if you could do that, you could just go anywhere, right? Like, you wouldn't yeah. be... I feel, I feel like there'd be roaming bands of ghosts if that was the case. Yeah, it's a lot. Um, but here, here, Sam and Dean, they find the camera. Uh, they're able to, to look at it. They see Annie's ghost on the camera. So now they know that she's dead. She's not just missing somewhere in this house. Um, we also saw the bodies being dragged away. I think maybe we see that on the camera. So the boys know that the bodies are hidden somewhere. Uh, this is where Bobby sneaks the flask out. Um, and then Victoria appears. That's right. Yeah, the fancy lady. She appears to try and communicate some shit to the boys. And there's some um, there's some real funny moments where you know uh, they're asking a question and like she's taking a long time to tell them the information. And she's like, "Actually, I was raised to have polite conversation." And they're yeah, like, "You're a yeah. ghost, and there's a killer ghost on the move. Can we hurry this <laughs> the fuck up, please?" <laughs> but before she can really tell them anything, um, she gets killed. She gets uh, she gets zapped. I guess it's well, we learned that her bones were burned. Um, but yeah, she just gets totally uh, just ghost ghost wiped yep um, um haskell haskell sees like there's a scene where Has- not haskell uh, whitman sees her whitman. explaining this doll to sam and dean so sneaks up behind her and kills her um so they sam and dean now that they know who this guy is they leave the house so that they can um go salt and burn whitman's bones yeah but not before this motherfucker not yeah he anywhere he close sneaks, to his house <laughs> no he sneaks a key into sam's pocket to yeah. so that he can travel with them because he's not bound to his own body or his own house he's bound to a key apparently sure because yeah well because his body whatever doesn't matter like i said at the beginning of the episode this really fucks with some of my like i, I really like the super simplicity that the ghost had in, in supernatural and once we start tying all this stuff up and I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit I just it's, it's it's a lot as you said earlier. It's just a lot. Absolutely a lot. Absolutely a lot. Um so yeah, he slips his key in. Bobby realizes what's happened. Of course he's, you know, thinking like, "Oh shit, this was a bit terrible idea. I should be there to help him." But he he can't be. So in the meantime, Annie says, "Hey, you could still feel bad. You could feel sorry for yourself all day or 
you could work the case with me. We still have to find and, and burn all these bones to get to give these people a rest. Yeah. Um, so they start looking for hidden rooms. Also, she calls him Robert here, which I thought was a funny little extremely, touch. <laughs> extremely touch. Extremely good touch. Uh, um, so yeah, they, they start searching around. They go into his study or his bedroom, Whitman, uh, and they start feeling around the walls and um, <laughs> just classic like haunted house style. Bobby finds a candelabra and he pulls it and a bookcase spins around and there's a secret room full of dead bodies. Full of dead bodies, uh, including Annie's. And uh, Annie is kind of stares at herself, her the you know her lifeless corpse, and you can tell it's affecting her a lot. And uh, her and Bobby have this relatively heartfelt and deep conversation about you know what mm-hmm. happens after you die. Like, what do you, what do you think is going to happen? Well, Bobby, guys? you should know since two of your boys have gone to both <laughs> heaven and hell, <laughs> and and also you know about purgatory, so you have a pretty maybe, good handle on what happens. Maybe to they don't them. remember. Maybe they don't remember everything from when sure. they yeah. were above I'll, or I'll, below, I'll, but you know that they went above and below. Yeah. So you know that they go there. <laughs> Bobby does not say this. Instead, he says, uh, uh, you know, they probably just disappear into nothing. And I, I hope that's what it is. And she says that that's what she hopes for, too. And it was this scene that I was talking about earlier in the episode when I said she was doing some pretty emotional heavy lifting because yeah. this was seriously affecting. Like when she starts talking about, um, you know, that he, she kind of says, like, you had the boys. Like you, you had Sam and Dean to look after a lot. I, I just had the, I just had work, you know, I, I was mm-hmm. living my life and, you know, now I, I, I want to rest. Like if I you give me the opportunity, I, you know, that I'm going to, I'm going to do that. Like I'm going to, I'm, I, yeah. I want you, I want you to give me a hunter's funeral and I want to die peacefully. I want to, I want to go to rest. And, you know, the uh, thing I was thinking was maybe what they're talking about, what happens after isn't what happens when you die. It's what happens when they salt and burn our bones. You know, they don't know if ghosts go to heaven or hell because they decided to uh, not go with the Reaper and pass over, uh, or they were trapped, you know, either way. Um, so th- does that mean that they get released from uh, th- their decision and then they get to go to heaven or hell, or does it just mean that, whatever, maybe they go to purgatory? So so let's, let's, get, it, let's get technical with this stuff. So I think if... Um... I think if you're a ghost, if you're if you're brutally murdered, right, like Annie was, mm-hmm. you, you get you, that decision is removed from you. In other words, like something supernatural took you before your time. Uh, there was no reaper there to, to, to take your soul, so you just stay around until you get your burns burned, and then probably you go into purgatory. That kind of has like that has that, that sounds kind of thematic for me. Like I'm I'm kind of into that mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. versus somebody who makes a decision to stay who avoids his reaper and decides to stay and they can become then like some other stronger spirit that can attach to either bones or some object and then maybe stay around like bobby is maybe that's the difference is like bobby's stubborn bullheadedness about this whole situation yeah okay i'm into that you're worth it. It's a it's a lot of it's it's a lot of gymnastics to get to something that was used to be real real simple. <laughs> like, yeah. If they would just yeah. tell me that um you know there was just a lot of Bobby saliva in that flask, it'd be a lot easier for me to, <laughs> to deal with. <laughs> Certainly, it's just a Certainly. lot of Bobby germs that Dean is inhaling now. It's a lot of his hair is just his beard hair is just shoved is down in there. there. You know now it's in now it's in Dean's body. <laughs> so now yeah, Bobby is directly it's, haunting it's, Dean part of him forever sure yeah um <laughs> what, what's your what is the thing we got to burn to get rid of bobby your large intestine dean i'm sorry your, 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 your whole business <laughs> you gotta quit drinking dean um so the boys are heading off to the cemetery and uh whitman starts haunted from the back seat uh and he tries to take over the car he's swerving all over the damn place um that's 
they're able to to i guess get to the cemetery i don't know they don't they don't die they're fine uh and dean is able to get the key out of sam's pocket and shoot it with his gun and that is enough to like release whitman and send him back to the house because this stuff makes sense yeah why does he go back to the house i don't know why doesn't he go back to his body which they're about to burn i don't Um, know and what he's he's, he just shoots this key with a a presumably a silver bullet which works i guess guess. i don't know is he filling his rounds with salt now too like what is what is the idea and you know what and frankly like for as much as this ghost business gets muddled for me Mm -hmm. i don't really care because i like the episode a whole lot. i also don't care either yeah also he's a ghost vampire which we aren't taking into account here (laughs) oh so he gets he gets sent back to the house and now he's like well i can't stop sam and dean but i can stop these fucks from burning all these bodies and stealing my soul power um and he absolutely does he immediately starts chasing bobby and annie gets them cornered and then uh starts like doing the vampire thing to bobby luckily enough the the boys are right there to uh to burn his body which mm-hmm. they do and then he disappears leaving bobby alive on the floor um right next to annie and then the boys head on back to the mansion yep and when they open the door they see him they see bobby standing there yeah uh, this this scene is extremely great um Jim Beaver in any scene kind of elevates it just naturally, but the looks that all these these boys give them give these looks that these boys give their uncle Bobby is uh, like some of the best stuff in in the series. Like this is like some mm-hmm. true emotional hunk hunkitude for me, and I, I'm very very much here for it. Yeah, um, you can tell there is a lot that goes unsaid because they're obviously just the relief it must be to just see Bobby's face again after. You know, everything they've gone through in the last season, really. Um, where when Castiel came back, it seemed like there was a lot of complication between him and Dean. And then, he, you know, he, he kind of sacrifices himself to, to help Sam out. So there's never really that clear sort of uh, reunion, I guess. Um, but here, it's just like they're seeing the face of Bobby again, who, who means so much to them. Uh, and they didn't end on bad terms. They ended fighting the fight together. And, and it's just... there's like that moment of kind of purity when they just look at him but then there's also like the sadness of bobby you're not only you're gone you're we we lost you but you have to stay gone you can't be here as a ghost this is wrong this is you're only hurting yourself by doing this um but bobby says life wasn't comfy why should death be uh he doesn't want to give up on the boys and uh it's I, i didn't write down a lot of what was said here because what was said didn't really matter that much. It really is like what you say, like the looks that they're giving each other. Yeah. Um, but we do learn that, you know, when Sam was trying to use the talking board and he, he never told Dean about it, all that stuff, uh, it reveals that none of that worked because he always tried to do it when he was alone and Dean always had the flask on him. So when he tried to use the talking board to, to summon Bobby, the flask wasn't there. Therefore Bobby wasn't there and nobody ever answered. It's pretty, I mean, pretty sound logic on why he couldn't communicate with Bobby beforehand. Um, yeah. It's this whole thing is good. I like that the boys are kind of um, they're they're kind of put in this position where they're they think that Bobby made a wrong decision and they don't know how to deal with that. Like you could tell mm-hmm. this is somebody that they they've looked up to all their lives that has guided them in, in so many ways that played ball with them even when John Winchester wouldn't um, you know did all of these things for them and now he's fucking up and they don't know how to deal with it. They can only be like, right. Uh, all right, well, we got some stuff to do, but we're going to have to talk about this later, <laughs> I guess. And uh, I'm kind of disappointed here that, they, they, you know, obviously they go back in, they find the remains room with all of the stuff, all of the bodies in it, and they, they, they burn all of these bodies. Um, Annie does not get any screen time after, after 
the fight with Whitman and we don't get to say like, we don't get a final goodbye with her. We don't get, Oh, we found her body and we're going to clearly lay it to rest in this like Hunter funeral thing. We don't get that image. Like she's just, she just, she just gone off screen and it's like, yeah. for, and I get it. Like, and this is a kind of a classic supernatural thing, unfortunately, where let's introduce a, a woman character. And then I think this is probably the shortest on air kill time. <laughs> Besides, it's just yep. since for season yep. one, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they introduced this chicken killer like 40 seconds later. Um, but like we don't get to see any kind of like see you later Bobby kind of thing, and I, I think that that we needed a little bit of closure there. So we needed her to tell Bobby like, hey, you need to think about this real hard because you're you're down a dark Absolutely. path, and then and then yeah. to leave. But we don't get that. Which I guess we ran out of time. Which mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like we could have just excised the whole old white man plot if that was the case. Didn't <laughs> need that. They could have just found that on a laptop somewhere. It didn't need an old white guy mm-hmm. for it. I guess they just, yeah. <laughs> um, the internet's really putting old white guys out of business, huh, Chris? <laughs> they just needed to get, <laughs> they just needed to get the boys out of the house again. I don't, I don't really know. Yeah. They wanted to give Bobby some agency, some choice that he's not just getting dragged along to this hunt, but he's actively participating in it because this is kind of one of his last hurrahs. Um, but they don't just immediately be like, well, okay, let's burn the flask. You know, they, um, they, they start to kind of, question if they can make this work because like you said they both know that it's wrong but it's bobby and it's like they you know that they want him there they just they don't want him there like that but it's like uh it, it's just it's hard it's like they it's like having a long distance relationship you know you still love them but it's not really working out the way that you wanted it to <laughs> well uh and dean even goes so far as to kind of pick a fight with bobby about this like he mm-hmm. he takes out the flask and drinks it you know to to fallen hunters drinks to annie and then starts yelling at bobby which number one i feel like drinking the flask in front of bobby is a little weird now <laughs> now that you mm-hmm. know he's in the room mm-hmm. i don't know why it just feels like his you're, su- you're sucking on his ghost yeah it just doesn't just doesn't feel great like i wouldn't be drinking out of that thing anymore no no, probably not. Um, I'm sure you have an open container in your car somewhere. So you just you go get that. <laughs> um, but then also like yelling at Bobby for, you know, you could be in heaven right now. Like you could be, I think he says sitting at, um, what was the bar? The at Ellen's Harvell's bar? Harvell's. You could be sitting at Harvell's listening to music and, and getting and drinking forever and never getting drunk and having a great time. And, uh, but instead you chose to be here. And of course, Bobby responds like, no, no, I'm, I'm here for you with this. We have a big thing happening right now. And I'm, you know, I'm, I'm here for that because you need my help. And, Obviously, like you can kind of see where this is leading, which is Bobby's not really here for them at all. Like Bobby's very much here because he doesn't want to die. And he's mm-hmm. kind of trying to convince himself that the the love that he has for these boys is the reason he's staying, but it's it's actually Bobby being kind of selfish. Um and he's going that like that argument, like it gets to a point where Bobby won't even listen to him and he's like, Well, fine, I'll just disappear and he blinks out of existence. Mm-hmm. And so leaving them to kind of question like what are we gonna do and I, I love sam's question that you talked about like the can we make it work line as if like to put all of this decision on dean is to say like can there be can a family be two brothers and a ghost <laughs> yeah <laughs> sometimes a family is two brothers and a ghost uncle i don't know um yeah but, it's because it's like they've done weirder so they're kind of just trying to navigate this whole thing um they've had angel family they've had demon family um, Sure. So maybe they can have ghost family. Maybe it's not that weird, but uh, Dean's line here of what are the odds this is that this ends well? That's like, maybe it doesn't look bad right now, but there is no chance in hell that this is not going to go down fast. Yeah, this is this this is a situation. He also says uh, it ain't the natural order of things and like everything Mm -hmm. has to die, Um, which I think. You know, we've we've seen Dean with some suicidal tendencies in the show before. Um, we, we we've seen you know 
even Bobby with some suicidal tendencies. Actually, yeah, mm-hmm. Let me rephrase. We've seen Bobby with some suicidal tendencies with Dean kind of on the other end, pulling him through that. Um, and I think that like, this is saying like, Hey, like everything has to die. Like this was a, this was a hunter's death regardless of, of how it happened. And we gave him a hunter's funeral. He yeah, should. They already did what they were supposed to do. Exactly. It just didn't yeah. work. It didn't, it didn't work. And yeah, what are the odds? It's going to end well. Uh, I mean, this is a supernatural episode. <laughs> right. This is the Winchester, so probably and not great odds that it's going to talk gonna about super great. To talk about actual endings, I mean, it ends with sad Bobby sitting in the backseat of the car. The boys don't see him, which is the light kind of passing over him as they drive the car, and the shadows kind of getting darker and darker over his face, and that's just how the episode ends. Yeah, I what an episode, man. It's a good episode. Um, like there's some there's some goofy ghost semantics like we were talking about, but other than that, like it it's fun. I liked Amy. I wish we like you said got like to say goodbye to her or got to keep her. That'd be fun, right? Yeah. Um, tell me but, she wouldn't be good in, in the Wayward Sisters. She'd like be great. if yeah, um, if she had been trapped in there, still alive, and maybe the flask fell out of Dean's pocket. Uh, so now Bobby is there and he's mm-hmm. trying to communicate with her the whole time, and he's able to break through to her, but not to the boys. They could have done a whole lot. Um, but they they killed her. <laughs> yeah, they they I mean they killed her within forty seconds of the show starting. <laughs> yeah, and, then, and yeah. then they they just released her into the the sweet eternity of death. Um, I, I'm with you. Like the ghost semantic stuff kind of hold this down, and I don't particularly think that um, ghost of vampire is a is a super great villain, but it gets the job done for me. Like having mm-hmm. Bobby work a case with an old friend is kind of a really nice heartwarming situation. And yeah, um, establishing like that you know it's. It, I don't know why the story about all of these three people sleeping with Annie is um, it, it establishes a weird camaraderie in some way. I don't know. Mm-hmm, like it's, mm-hmm. it's a weird thing for them all to be uncomfortable about. And uh, it's just funny to me. Like it works on a really good level of, cause you know, you're everyone's single. Nobody holds on to, you know, long-term relationships in this business. And if you there's, if there's a woman around or if there's a guy that you're interested in, then Hey, something's probably going to happen. It's going to be the end of the world, right? Like, you yeah, know, tomorrow right. we could die. So let's, right. let's, let's do a thing. And the fact that it happened with all three of them, like really cemented her in the, in my pantheon of Winchester friends and family somehow. I don't, I don't know why it works for me so well. It's just good. It's just good stuff. Any final thoughts on this episode? Uh, I like that we got a little breadcrumb at the beginning about the Leviathans, mm-hmm. but I mm-hmm. still don't fully remember where all this is going. I don't exactly remember where the Bobby stuff is going, or the Leviathan stuff, or the Castiel stuff. So, uh, I'm I'm gearing up. I I have enjoyed season seven, and I'm very excited to see what the next step is going to be because uh, my opinion on the Leviathans have my has changed let me get my grammar sorted out there um you know jeremy when i have these headphones on that cover my my full ears and i can't hear myself i don't know what i'm saying my, i'm just out of control anyway <laughs> you should um have, go ahead sorry i'm excited to see where this shit's going it's gonna get wild it's gonna get weird i'm ready for the next arc which will be season eight um but yeah i'm, I'm excited I'm I'm excited too. Uh, I'm at the point where I also don't really remember the end of season seven too too well. Uh, I think I mentioned that in the last episode. I remember being kind of disappointed by it, so I'm I'm a little concerned that they're going to rush through these last four episodes. And at the end, it's going to be like, oh yeah, here's the big secret. Here's how we deal with it in in thirty seconds, and everything's going to be over yeah. with. Like I'd like. A I feel bit like more it was it. like maybe maybe the Leviathans weren't doing well with fans. Maybe people were watching this saying we don't like these villains. So rather than abort 
like they did with season six where like the mother of all i mean actually um this other thing and this other thing um <laughs> yeah the, they're sticking to the their guns with with leviathans but they're also you know they're pulling back they're pulling back a little bit okay this is a little bit weak maybe it's not doing as well as we hoped maybe we don't have as much as we hoped and then let's just figure out where it leads to season seven is sort of a transitional phase it's season seven is what season six should have been <laughs> I'm, I'm totally with you on there. Like season six was kind of a, I mean, they were, they were trying to get some footing after the, the first five yeah, for sure. after the for departure sure. of the creator of the show and all that stuff. Like there's going to be some, some time for, for conflict there. Uh, the, the Leviathan so far to me, like we got very little of them in this episode. We've gotten very little of them over the last four or five weeks. I, I still really enjoy them. Like I think this, mm-hmm. the idea of this corporation of monsters still really works for me. Like they're, they're exerting influence and powers and in a way that like we haven't really seen before. And they're kind of the most realistic type of villain that we've had. Yeah. Like, cause this is what's happening. Cause just because like shitty dudes are running corporations and taking like mm-hmm. privileges away from people. Like this is kind of happening now. We're just without all of the monster eating and purgatory business. And right. I, it, so I think it's, it kind of works on a, on a really good level. I, for sure I do, I do wish there was more of it though like i, I, I this kind of seems superfluous except for the bobby stuff which is really good and strong yeah. but but yeah because they're, I, I, they're I trying to keep items. with they're trying to keep with the monster of the week stuff because that's that's solid when they don't have the their feet underneath them with the main plot they can always rely on a solid ghost story or, or hunt whatever it is you know so i think if they double down on the leviathan stuff we may have we we may have gotten a more interesting season, but we may have also gotten a worse season, and this is sort of their way out of it. They're allowed to keep pushing the season forward, they keep making more, they keep trickling in Leviathan stuff while they sort of just distract us with the stuff that we know and love. So yeah. they're not really taking chances with this. We saw them take chances in season six, and that didn't necessarily work out. So um, it's it's they're trying to strike a balance. I would like to see more of the main plot, especially now that we're in the last four episodes. Yeah, me too. That's exactly where I'm at too. Um, our next episode is going to introduce one of the series' like long-running favorite side characters. So I'm really excited about that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, if I remember correctly, she is related directly to the Leviathans. So hopefully, we'll be getting our wish on the next episode. Um, I think we're done. I think we have discussed this episode as much. I think as we that is the can. episode. Cool. Yeah. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank you to the patrons at patreon.com slash monster of the week. We said all that good stuff at the beginning, and we mean it. You guys are the best. And uh, the yes. the outpouring of support since launching Monster of the Week's Presents as kind of a side podcast has been really special and touching. And we, I hope you guys are looking forward to uh, more and different stuff from me and Chris, because we have a whole bunch of ideas, and we're just trying to fit them yeah. into our lives so that we can do this. <laughs> um, but thank you, for everybody over there. Uh, thank you for the recent iTunes reviews uh, and everything like that. that that's really appreciated. Uh, Chris, yeah. where can you be found on the internet nowadays i am at local bones on twitter excellent i am at jg greer you can talk to the podcast at motw cast feel free to send in some mail uh send us some letters in if you have some opinions about season seven or supernatural in general or the show or just want to get something off your chest tell us all your secrets monsteroftheweek.cool slash contact and uh we will be reading those on our feedback episode where we're joined by a somewhat confirmed <laughs> special guest i'm not sure we'll if see. fully we'll said see. yes or not so <laughs> we should probably figure that out in the next couple of weeks um but yeah thank you everybody for listening we'll be back next week with more supernatural bye guys
nailed it. All right. What episode was that? 77? 78. What the fuck? <laughs> Can I send you a funny picture of my dog that just happened? Yeah, for sure. This is... I can hear that little rascal's uh, collar every once in a while. Yeah, she's been kind of pacing around. I don't know what's up with her today. I think she has, she has kind of a bad tone. She's got to take a big old dump. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, she did right big, before the podcast. Big old so. dog dump. <laughs> That's my new uh, name on um, Discord. Big, big old, old dog dump. What is going on? Why is she hiding underneath that table? Oh, no. She does not look very happy. Uh, so thank you so much for all of that. We really appreciate it. Uh, I'm just going to read, because I am definitely as prepared as Chris, I am definitely going to read a um, one of our new patrons. I hope I'm still not logged into the Discord. I am. I'm logged into my Don't Give Up Skeleton Patreon, so this is going to be a problem. <laughs> uh, shit. Looks like you'll be editing after all. <laughs> Come on, just refresh the stupid page. There you go. Whoa, whoa, whoa. All right, here's the challenge today, Jeremy. Let's see if I can keep my chair from squeaking the entire episode. I actually don't know what it sounded like. All right. Yo. How's it going, mate? don't know why i called you mate just sort of came out of my mouth <laughs> it's not bad mate i'm uh just having some some fish and chips that i got at, the, lo- at yep, the local pub yep. I'm having you a sure that that's a, a good idea after your weekend uh it's a very bad idea to be honest with you yeah i was i was i've been feeling poorly all fucking day so hey i know that feeling that hey that uh non-dairy ice cream i was telling you about yeah uh, I think I mean I think I'm okay. I think I'm okay so far. So So you had it last night and there's been no no symptoms since? No. Last night I felt very bloated and I thought this could turn into a problem. Yeah. Uh but this is gonna be a situation. Yeah, but I think I'm okay. As long as I avoid eating all of it. It was only one of those little pints. Um But as long as I if I eat it in moderation, I think that I'll be okay without having any um problems. Which is great, because ice cream is delicious. Ice cream is really good. I'm really glad that you have some ice cream in your life. If this is yeah. this is the case, and as I as I told you, I was just so suspicious of it because it was it, it tasted good, and I was like, "This is non dairy. This is bullshit. This is gonna make me sick if it tastes this good." Um, but yeah, I mean, watch me have to like leave halfway through the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we'll I'm just, just gonna scream in. emergency. <laughs> we'll just put a cut in and. Uh, We'll just treat it like we did with Autumn's keys. I'll just cut up every time that you Listen, have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> I'm I'm at a laptop now. I'll just bring you with me. No, please. I don't want that. I'll just I'll about to mute the sounds. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. All right. Okay. Okay. Off to a good start. Chris, I uh, I want to do I want to do a little segment here. Okay. Um, a few weeks ago, 
you proved yourself to be amazingly capable of recognizing uh, supernatural shit names. Yeah. And, uh, to my to my great pride, I was able to yes. And I um, today I ran across something called uh-huh. uh, a ship name that I didn't recognize called Drary. D R A R R Y. D R A R R Y. And and this was not a supernatural ship name, but this was part of like a like a meme that was going around, and the meme was like. Oh, you're getting to know me? Well, you better know these five things. I'm like, there was a pie chart, and one section was like Destiel. One section was Supernatural. Uh, one section was Dreary. <laughs> so um, it was, you know, obviously somebody met somebody. Well, yeah, somewhere. what? Is uh, that <laughs> so? Is that a is that a Drew Carey reference? <laughs> it's not a Drew Carey reference. It's actually the uh, the portmanteau for Draco Harry Potter ship. Oh, <laughs> that's so, okay. Okay. So I know you're pretty. Well I would. I'd, I'd call it. I'd call it Malpot. That's that's what I would go for. <laughs> that's, <what I> would. <laughs> that's how I know it or in my shipping show. circles. Potter we show. call it Malpot. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I was curious because I know you're pretty well read on Harry Potter and you've seen all the movies. Sure. You dressed up sure. as, as Harry Potter once for Halloween. That's a fact. Absolutely. Um. I was curious how well you could do if I was get to give you some some super some, excuse me Harry Potter ship names if you could decode. What okay. It would be. I can do my best. The uh the fun thing about this Wikipedia page that I have found is that not only does it list the portmanteau for the for the mm-hmm. ship, it also mm-hmm. lists list what they call the nautical name. The Okay, <laughs> because it's a ships. Because shipping at sea is different than shipping on land. <laughs> sure, sure. Um, so, for instance, I'm going to give you this one for free. Uh, okay, it's the first one on the list. Um, the HMS Red and Brains, and that's uh, it's, that's got to be Ron and Hermione, right? You would think that, but actually, it's Hermione and Arthur, <laughs> which is huh? really weird to me. Huh? <laughs> Why is it Arthur? Huh? Ron. Doesn't make any sense to me whatsoever. What the fuck? So is that uh, allowed? So some of these have, uh, all of these have ship names, have nautical names. Okay. Uh, Are you going to give me both the ship and the nautical? I'm going to give you the the the, the portmanteau. I'm going to give you the, sh- okay. the ship name, and then if we need help, if you get confused, I'll that's give my you, lifeline. I'll give you the nautical name. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. Um, so we're gonna we're just going to go through some of these. I'm going to pick them at random. Uh, I will say that we have some. Uh, let's see what we have here. Oh yeah, good, 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 good. So we have some het names. We have some slash mm-hmm. names. Mm-hmm. Uh, for the uninitiated slash, I believe is primarily homosexual couples. Uh, mm-hmm. Or no, uh, homosexual dude couples, and then they have fem slash, which is yeah. obviously uh, homosexual women. Yeah, am I allowed to ask that as like my third lifeline? Yeah, whether I'll, it's I'll, head I'll slash or fem slash, I'll give you the section ahead of time because I think some of these are going to be kind of hard. Um, but oh. then we we are going to get into some um, threesomes and moresomes that I'm really excited okay. to talk about. Okay, but let's let's let's, let's start with <laughs> with the head. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I'm really I'm really I'm really. Okay. Some of these names I don't recognize, so I'm not sure how well okay, this sure. is going to go. But let's start with, uh, let's just go Charmione. Well, that's going to be that's going to be Charlie Weasley and Hermione. Bingo, you nailed that one. Okay. Uh, what about Drinny? Is that Draco and Ginny? Nailed it. Uh, <laughs> some of these maybe because they kind of use all of the same. What about Georgia Lena? 
Is that George and Angelina? <laughs> it is. Who is Angelina? <laughs> She's on the Quidditch team. I think he goes to the Yule Ball with her. I could oh, be okay. wrong. <laughs> um, that one is also called the SS Flaming Fireworks, by the way. Fuck yeah, it is. Um, what about Hafney? Hafney? Mm-hmm. That's H-A-P-H-N-E. Is that Harry and... No. I was going to say, that's it. My guess was Harry and Ginny, but Hapney? Hafney. Hafney. Can you give me the nautical name? It is. Uh, there's actually two for this one. Okay. One is the HMS Golden Ice. <laughs> and one fuck? is the HMS Champions New Hope. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Can you give, it, give me the name one more time in spelling? It's uh, Hafney. Mm-hmm. H-A-P-H-N-E. H A P H N E. Hafney. Um, I think I might be stumped. Uh, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think. Is it has something to do with one of the Tried Wizard champions? Um, Hafney. Okay. Um, this is. Hafney. I didn't recognize this person, so I think this was probably kind of rude of me to to give you. Um, this is. Oh shit! I've lost my page. Here we go. Daphne Greengrass in Harry Potter? What the fuck? Who's Daphne Greengrass? Um, <laughs> she was a Slytherin. She went to... I don't know why, where she is in the books. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Rude. Whoever ships that, you're rude. I mean, she's she's like an evil wizard. She's an evil witch. Uh, I think I have a general idea of who she is, but I don't sorted know. into the. She was in the same year as the famous Harry Potter, so she's one, she's one of the Slytherin. I think she maybe did she hang out with? Uh, I feel like she was the she would hang out. Yeah, yeah. She Daphne was part of Pansy Parkinson's gang of Slytherin. Okay, girls. yeah. I only know Pansy. I don't know Daphne. Yeah, yeah. Daphne's probably a kind of a deep cut. Um, <laughs> Too deep for me. Let's go. Uh, let's go, Chari. Is that Charlie and Harry? It is not. We're Chari? In, we're How do you he- spell it? We're in the head couple section. Okay. C H A R R Y. The uh, nautical name is the HMS Celebrity. Oh my god. <laughs> um, oh, what the fuck? So it's somebody else who's famous. It is. Wow, I, I feel like I'm coming up short on Harry Potter ship names. Um, um well you're i mean you're you're two out of three so far so you're not doing too bad hmm. i'll give you uh i'll give you another hint like this is this is kind of an obvious one if you if you read the books or even if you watch the movies like this is kind of something that i think most people w- would be into and how do you spell it c-h-a-r-r-y no fuck so it's got to be harry and somebody else but who with the ch mm-hmm. oh cho chang there you go nailed it um <laughs> i'm only gonna i think if i give you this name you'll get it but i do want to say before the hint that the nautical name for this is the hms pumpkin pie <laughs> okay so uh and okay. then the ship name is just harmony which i find is actually very pretty is that is that hermione and ron oh you're so close oh harmony Mm-hmm. it's gonna be oh fuck if it's not Hermione and Ron, who the hell is it? The eight, so it's pumpkin pie. Mm-hmm. Break this. So there's a <laughs> walk us there's a Weasley out. involved. <laughs> is that Molly and Arthur? No, no, nope, nope. Why would why would pumpkin pie signify I don't know. a Weasley? 
because they have orange hair like pumpkins. Oh, um, I don't know where these Herm- names come from, but that one is uh, Herm- that one's actually Harry and Hermione. Oh, they call that okay. one Hermione. That was see, I was overthinking it. Um, what about Jilly? J I L Y. J I L Y. Mm-hmm. Or was that James and Lily? That is. R.I.P. and R.I.P. S.S. Thorn and Buck, which I think is how we should refer to one another on this podcast from now on. <laughs> thorn you get to be, and Buck. You get to be Thorn and I'll be the Buck. <laughs> what is up, Buck? It's your boy Thorn. <laughs> it's your boy Thorn back at you with another Supernatural podcast, everybody. Um, this one might be... Oh, here we go. Uh, this one actually has two portmanteau names. Um, okay. so I'm, I'm going to give you the one that I like the most. Um, which is Nuna, N-U-N-A. Is that Neville and Luna? <laughs> Nailed it. The other one was Loonville, which I thought was Loonville. Okay. Loonville is okay, but I That's thought it might give away. Uh, <laughs> the the nautical name for this is the SS. The government stole my toad. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Y'all are out there with this shit. Uh, this one might be a little too easy. Can you get rocks? R O N K S. Ron and Tonks. Nope, close though. Ronks. Oh, Remus and Tonks. Remus and Tonks. Nailed it. Because that's canon. See, I keep thinking it can't be the canon ships, but I guess they have their own ship names. Um, this one's pretty. Ca- <laughs> um, this one's pretty good. It's Heron. H E R O N. And we're still in het ships. We're still in het ships. Yeah, I'll bounce Hair on. To, to get to some, some to some funnier ones here in a bit. Um, Heron, can you spell it for me? H e r o n, like the bird. H e r o n. Oh God! I mean, it's got to involve Ron, right? Uh, is that Hermione and Ron? Is that Hermione? Her- and Ron? That's Hermione and Ron. Also referred to the nautical name is just the good ship. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Okay, I guess. Um, the other one was uh, Romani is the other name, the other format. Sure, 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 yeah, sure. Yeah, that's exactly sure, sure, what sure. I said. Um, let's see. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> okay. Give me some slash ones. So, well, hold on. We're going to do one last one before we leave, which is just Voldini. <laughs> is it Ginny and Voldemort? It's Ginny and Tom Riddle, the SS Genitonic, oh as they like to call him. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Poor sweet Ginny. <laughs> yeah. Why do you guys ship in Ron, or excuse me, uh, Ginny and Because she was for? she was possessed by him. I know that's a when good she was eleven. <laughs> All right, um, let's start off. Let's start off real easy with some mm-hmm. uh, Grindledore. So that's Grindelwald and, and Dumbledore. There you go. Um, oh wow, there's some incest stuff in here. That's not cool. Uh, that's why are you surprised? It's it's the internet. Uh, <laughs> they Dr- love incest. Drary is also referred to as the SS Guns and Handcuffs. So. Enjoy that. Guns and handcuffs. Mm-hmm. That's got to be Draco and Harry, right? Um, oh, we already talked gonna, about this, didn't we? We did, yeah. Uh, I'm just going to give you the nautical name because <laughs> okay. the portmanteau is ridiculous. The nautical name is the SS Best Mate. And the portmanteau. That has to be. That <laughs> has to be Ron and uh, Harry, right? It is. But that can also be referred to as candy shipping. <laughs> huh? What's that mean? Uh, what about seeker chasing? 
Can you get that one? Seeker chasing. It's got to mm-hmm. be, uh, and it's slash. It is because I would think that that would also be Draco and Harry. But maybe is Cedric Diggory a seeker? Uh-huh. I do not remember what did, was Cedric Diggory even on the Seeker team? chasing. Did he even play? Um. Yeah, he was in a Hufflepuff, and now he's fucking dead. <laughs> um. Wait, okay. This is slash, not fem slash, right? Correct. Mm, seeker chasing. This one, this one is a little rougher because uh, we don't really see this happen in the books. We just know stories about th- th- these these particular two and their and their seekers status. Is this um? Is this Bill and Charlie? It is not. No, hmm. they were both on the Quidditch team. I think I can't remember. Huh? We just hear stories about these two. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, is it? Is it James and Sirius? James and Regulus Black. I'll give you half point on that one because that. Oh, was okay. A cut. Okay, that's an ultra deep cut. <laughs> Jesus. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you a couple. Uh, okay. Th- 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 the two of these are so obvious, but Tamari is the portmanteau, and uh, the ship name is the SS. Or the SS intertwining philosophies. So either way you want to go on that, just take a pick. Is it is it Tom Riddle and Harry? It is. It's actually listed as Harry Potter and Lord Voldemort, which makes me think that they're making a distinction between Tom Riddle and Voldemort. Which is they really are making a distinction. Huh? <laughs> yeah, they don't want Ginny to hook up with Lord Voldemort. They wanted to hook up with Tom Riddle, the yeah, ghost of yeah. the teenage with Lord Voldemort, hot sixteen year old Tom Riddle trapped in a diary, every um, girl's dream. What about Jeveris? Uh, that's James and Severus, right? Nailed it. Also, SS Silver and Steel. Ooh. What about puppies? Puppies? Mm-hmm. Uh, what could that possibly mean? Wait. It's gotta have something to do with the, uh, Animagus thing, right? Uh, is Sirius involved? It's Sirius and Remus. Boom. Nailed it. <laughs> You're so yep. good at this. Just going to read off the rest in, uh, for Remus and Sirius. Uh, puppies, a.k.a. Puppy Shipping, The One True Way, Wolf Star, which I fucking love, HMS yeah, Furries, yeah. or uh, HMS Wolf Star, which Wolf Star is great. Like That's, like, that's that new that's that new David Bowie album, right? When he was announced yeah. he, he was a furry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, more incest stuff, which I don't really want to read. Uh, ooh, this one's good. And easy. Snoopin. S N U P I N. Snapin' Lupin. I like Snoopin. <laughs> you know, because Remus, he never really wanted to bully Snape when they were younger. It was more like James and, and Sirius who had the attitude problem. Mm-hmm, but, like, mm-hmm. you, you know, Remus was like, kind of like, let me make it up to you. It is extremely good. Um, Snoopin is also SS Master and Wolf. Okay. Uh,. I'm going to give you the nautical name on this one because I want to see if you can get it from the nautical name because the, the, the main names are, will give it away immediately. Mm-hmm. HMS Twisted Cauldron. Twisted Cauldron. And this is still Slash? Mm-hmm. Okay. It's uh, Snape. And who's Twisted? Man, I am really impressed that you pulled Snape out of that. That's that's because really Snape great. is the cauldron because he yeah, knows yeah, potions. Yeah. But who's the twisted part? Is it? It's not. 
I don't understand why they it's called not, it Twisted Cauldron. <laughs> it's not Voldemort, is it? No. It's not, no. Um. Hmm. Uh, 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 is it another professor? Can you give me a hint? It is not another professor. It is a, it is a student at the school. And you might okay. say that he is a somewhat popular student, or at least a popular character in the series. He's not really a popular student. Uh, not, not until the end, anyway. And then he's like absurdly it, uh, popular. Is it Neville? It is. <laughs> it is. I gave you a lot of hints there, but yeah. You did give me a lot of hints, yeah. Uh, the, the portmanteaus for that one are Neverus and Snovel. Mm-hmm. I like Neverus because it sounds like it's impossible. Never, yeah, never us sounds like like what uh like a Michael Neverus Severus. <laughs> never yeah. Severus. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we're, we're going to some uh, fem slash. Fem slash is really easy because like everyone just ships Hermione with somebody. Yeah. Uh, so you get stuff like Andromine. Um. Bellamine is that Ange- Angelina? Okay, yeah, uh, that's actually Andromeda, but I mean, like a lot of those, I think, are kind of easy. Uh, um, the ones that oh, here we go, Humerta. <laughs> is that H-O- Hermione and Moaning Myrtle? <laughs> it's no, it's neither one of those. It's H O O M E R T A, and it's also the HMS Barmaids and Broomsticks. So it's whoever works at the three broomsticks, whose mm-hmm. name I don't know. Yeah, yeah. And then somebody else. Because you're a normal know. person and you don't have like Rolanda <laughs> Hooch and Madame Rosemary memorized. That's <laughs> fucked up. That's fucked up. That's a weird ship, y'all. Who's, who's <laughs> shipping those two? That's, that ship is too deep. That ship is way too far out to sea. Um, a lot of these don't actually have portmanteaus, but we do get some. Um, oh, there must have been some drama going on in Sisatrix. Uh, Ooh, so oh, wait, is that I... so? That's Bellatrix, oh, strange. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, that's, but who's Sisatrix? Is that her with her sister? This is the, yeah, absolutely. I didn't realize this was uh, this was Narcissa until I got kind of far away into this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but apparently, I only I read it because it says it's the HMS Beautiful Vanity, and then it, in parentheses mm. it says formerly the Pure Blood Way, which makes me think that there was some real big like shipping drama that happened on Tumblr. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like there was a fight. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there was some. There's some shipping wars. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's that's pretty much all we got in the film slash. Like, Man, there, there's some there's some pretty funny. There's some pretty good ones in there. Um, SS the love that dare not speak its name. What the fuck? So that's, that's gotta be. Well, I was gonna say that's that's Voldemort, but if this is this still fem slash? Yeah. The love that dare not speak its name. I don't know. That sounds like it's too deep. Um, Jenny and Tonks. What? What's yeah. wrong? Why can't they speak the name? I, I don't. I don't get that one at all. Tinny. Um. All right. This is always fun because it's always including names that I've never heard of before. Um. We're gonna get to threesomes and moresomes. Okay. Uh. Oh jeez, there's a there's a lot of incest in here. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna try to stay away from there's there's some incest traps in here, y'all. So I'm sorry about this ahead of time. Drum, uh, drum. Dram- if you can't say it, <laughs> I Got mayonnaise in the end there. 
D-R. I mean, can- A-M- okay. I-O- N-A- <laughs> I-S-E. Is Dr- okay, Draco. Yep. You said somebody named Andromeda earlier? Am I- I'm just going to throw that in there, and then maybe Hermione? I don't okay. know. You got two out of three. Uh, it's actually Draco, Hermione, and somebody named Blaze Zambini. Who the fuck is Blaze Zambini? He is a Slytherin in Harry Potter's year. He's going to say some fucking Ravenclaw or something. <laughs> he is revealed to be a tall black boy with haughty features and a mother who is renowned for being a beautiful seductress and having many husbands. Um, so he he's literally mentioned twice in like 1,400 pages worth of Harry Potter, but people okay. are still shipping him. So okay good for that. Um, incest, although that's a really good name. Uh, what is the name? <laughs> Just tell me the name. Three's Company. <laughs> Oh God! <laughs> Fred, George, and Hermione. Yeah. Oh, oh. Well, they're twins, so it's kind of like it's oh, like her. Sure. You know, yeah, it's yeah. fine. It's fine. Um, here's one that's just the SS Black Cess plus one, and here's one that says the SS Black Cess cubed. <laughs> there's a lot of people in that one. Is um, so there's just the Black family, like Sirius and Bellatrix, and then maybe somebody else. It's uh, Narcissa, Bellatrix, uh, and, and Andromeda. Who the hell is Andromeda? Is that Sirius's mom? It must be, yeah. Andromeda... Oh, no. Andromeda Tonks. Oh, it's Tonks. Oh, oh, okay. Sorry. Um, I'm not read up on my Tonks lore. (laughs) I only know her as Tonks. uh, What about the Silver Trio? I don't know what it is, but I like it. The Um, SS Flaming Nargle or the SS Moonseekers? Okay, Luna, Neville, and somebody else. I want to say Ginny, like it's like the um, like it's the B team. Mm-hmm. You were ast- again it's astonishingly close. I don't know how you were so good at this because uh, I would not know any of these. It is Harry, Gina, Ginny, yeah, Ginny, and Luna. So you you had two out of three on that one. Okay. Okay. Um. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're going to end on this one because I love it okay. so much. Okay. Uh, are you ready for the name? I hope so. It's called Snacking. <laughs> Can you, one more time? <laughs> it's Snacking. S-N-A-C-K-I-N. Can you give me the, the ship name? It's the SS Tormented Souls. Snacking? Snacking. Oh my god. Snape? I would. I want to say Voldemort. Who would be the other tormented soul? <clears throat> Snack. Can you spell it for me? S n a c k i n. It's like what I'm going to do. Draco. Is Draco in there too? Draco no. is not in there. You got one out of three, which Drake. is not bad. Uh, so it's, it's just just Snape. It's Sirius Black, Remus Lupin, and Severus Snape are the snacking crew. <laughs> interesting <laughs> interesting how is it snacking i kind of don't I, get it I, I i don't know um okay there's also some combinations uh like the one big happy weasley family which just seems to be like ron and hermione and harry and jenny hanging out so okay i like that um and there are some parodies according to this wiki page all right there's um snanger is that Snape and Hermione? It is. Um, oh, these Doesn't all sound have like a parody. Oh my God, Chris! 
Uh, as a reaction to the increasing popularity of portmanteau names in HP fandom, Libertine and Wicked Cherub wrote The Meaningful of Harry Potter Liff, which proposed humorous definitions to increasingly improbable name mashups. Examples include Snary, mm-hmm. which they are defining as the fart Snape you in when standing next to someone and hope they won't notice. Okay, yeah. Uh, Snanger, which is... Snape and Hermione. The sausage that bursts and hits you in the eye with sausage juice. Gross, okay. Uh, vape. <laughs> Who's vape? I mean, it's pretty obvious who vape is, right? Well, it's Snape and who? Voldemort? Voldemort, yeah. They're defining that as the unexpected leap of a hidden cat. Okay. And then, uh, and then finally, Dumblegrid. Is that Grindelwald and Dumbledore? It's uh, Dumbledore and Hagrid. Oh, thank God! You know he has not gotten enough love. <laughs> he hasn't. I'm going to do a control F here here in just a minute. Has he gotten any love besides? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, there is. I missed this one. There is a Snagrid. <laughs> Snape and Hagrid. Snape and Hagrid. Yeah. So I'm glad was... that Hagrid gets to fuck. He's nice. He yeah, deserves he's... it. Who do you think's the top, and who do you think's the bottom in that relationship? Is that something that we should discuss on this podcast? Probably. Uh, Hagrid is the bottom because he's very gentle and he doesn't want to hurt anybody. And really, like, Snape is the kind of guy that he just wouldn't be able to, like, handle being out of somebody's control. Yeah, Snape needs to be in control. So, uh, yeah, guys. <laughs> Thank you for <laughs> that journey. Thanks. Thank you. I didn't do it. as well as, as I did on the Supernatural one, but... I thought you did really well. Thank you. I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna make sure I add that to the show notes so that we can, we can do that. Yeah, Autumn uh, texted me that picture, like, just a few minutes before we started recording, and I was like, oh, yeah, this would be a good idea. <laughs> Yeah, that's a really good idea. Uh, so, and hey, we have like twenty five minutes of outtakes. Now you ready to do a podcast? Yeah, that's gonna make uh, that's gonna make outtakes really easy because it'll just be one. <laughs> yeah, one big thing. We didn't say anything weird that we have to cut out. <laughs> Kept it clean. I mean, the night's still young. We could still get into that's it. Just, that is true. That is true. I have uh, I have been noticeably bad at just saying the dumbest shit in the world lately. <laughs> Uh, 